morning, campers, and welcome to Camp Cryptid. We're your hosts, Louis Stardust and Erica Fett. What's up, you ultra urchin? Well, Coming up with something with a U was not easy. I, okay? I, was, I was like, like <laughs> I was like, what letter is it today? And then I just heard you say urchin, and I was like, man, that is. There isn't a lot of U's, I guess you're right. Urchin's pretty good. It was some weird shit, but I thought urchin was cool. I was like, you know, urchin are very, very neat. Spooky. You know, whatever. Yeah. I they're a little spooky. Um, yeah. There's like in Back for Blood, there's these little urchin, like, you fight monsters in it, right? Like zombies, but they have an urchin yes. one now, and they basically shoot them out into the ground, and then they have little spikies, and then they'll hit you and spooky. <laughs> See what I mean? Yeah. Urchin look cool. They just look cool, right? Yeah, like, stuff. Yeah. Love that. Uh, but in the past couple episodes of Camp Cryptid, we've been talking about some of our favorite horror movies. I mean, we do it pretty much every episode. We talk about our favorite horror movies in relation to the subject we're talking about. Uh, we have been talking a lot about, like, Rob Zombie in episodes. Uh, we just did a Friday the 13th episode, which led us to talking about, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street and Wes Craven, um, Halloween. So we thought it would be really fun to do an episode about some of our favorite horror directors and the movies that we really liked or we felt influenced us or maybe were just controversial, which means today we're going to be talking a little bit about Rob Zombie, Wes Craven, and John Carpenter, which I think are, like, some of the big three, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. I feel like, you know, you hear Stephen King, of course, but I feel like Stephen King gets his own episode. He's got too much stuff. Yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? These guys have a lot of works, too, um, and I didn't realize how much of their stuff, like, affected my taste in horror and mm-hmm. kind of, like, you know, you you know Halloween, you know Nightmare on Elm Street, like, you know these movies, of course, but getting to, like, realize, like, oh, shit, Wes Craven made all these movies or John Carpenter did all these things, it's really cool to see that they were, like so involved with the horror genre yeah and i think too like when you start going through like the list and you're like okay let me watch all the west craven films you're like oh my god i didn't even realize that was like him mm-hmm. you know you just find all these like little gems where you're like oh my god i love that movie and i had no idea it was by you know john carpenter or something yeah love it yeah whether they just like wrote the movie produced or directed it like they had some effect on it so that's really cool to to see and, and kind of figure out um so yeah who do you want to start with Oh my gosh. Well, I guess who is your all time favorite horror director? Is there like a favorite? Like, do you have like. Wes Craven. Yeah. 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 Wes Craven for me is like, like, Scream is probably whenever people ask me, like, I love slashers, but I love Scream because it's so like. I know the newest one isn't by him because he passed away, unfortunately, but that movie, like, in itself was like clever because they talked about modern horror right the newest screen but everything before that and the way that they talked about like the recipe of horror and all the tropes and things I just think is very clever and I enjoy his work a lot Uh, but there's tons of other stuff by Wes Craven so let's let's go through the list and then you tell me well who's your favorite out of these three also before gosh I don't see I love I absolutely love Rob Zombie films yeah I love John Carpenter like obviously Wes Craven is great but John Carpenter like literally growing up with some of like his movies like the thing and stuff like that i just i love that shit man that's so good and you know what i uh, correct me if i'm wrong but i don't think they have any controversies like about them as humans right yeah Neither no I, from what i know other than the tiny little thing that we'll talk about later with the dog oh yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. west grave i don't really think that there's anything that i could find really other than people not liking the films or the film style yeah you like know? it seems like they're all good people 
unproblematic. Yeah, nice. we love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we like that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, let's just take it from Rob Zombie then. Let's start with Rob Zombie. Let's go that way. Hell yeah. All right. So I guess like when it comes to Rob Zombie, the only real like, uh, you know, controversy there is, is just people who don't like his film style. You know what I mean? That's that's just him. Right. Like because Rob Zombie is like himself a brand like now. And I love Craven. All these people, they become the brand. But Rob Zombie is like uh, a musician. He's just like a a cool character. My favorite thing he's ever done is how he stood up uh, for those girls. What are they called? Baby metal. When everybody was talking shit about them. Did you ever see this article? No. Okay. So let me see if we find it real quick. But we love baby metal, though. Hell yeah. (laughs) I think. If I remember correctly, I think that they were either touring together or did shows together or he just thinks they're fucking yeah. sick. And people were... Um, well, they are fucking sick. Yeah. <laughs> they were ta- like talking all this shit. And Rob Zombie was like, hey, man, like they're nice kids out there touring, doing cool things. What are you doing besides being a grumpy old bitch? Like, just was just shitting on these people. I love that. And he was like, they're love way that. harder than you. And then there's like these pictures of him with baby metal. Like, he's uh, super <laughs> like into them. And it's like, Dude. yeah. And like baby Hell metal, yeah. like for anybody who's not familiar... Um, I can't remember if I believe it's Jap. Yeah, they, they're J-pop, so they do like pop slash yeah. metal stuff, and like they're just these really yeah. cutesy. Like you see idol girls and performers in this culture a lot, but not in the metal scene, and like they just yes. crush it. It's Breaking so stereotypes, fun. and I love that. It's super fun, and like he stood up for them and was super super cute about it. And that's like one of like for me, that's what sol- like solidified that Rob Zombie must be a fucking cool Hell dude. Yeah. And the way yeah. he loves his wife, man, dude. I'm telling you, they are like literally on some next level like I adore I just adore them together like I just think they're so great I uh I did a little bit of research on Rob Zombie and I think like uh one of the cool things I found out is this is his family was like in a carnival and that's why you see a lot of yeah that explains so much yeah so that's why they say you see the like the recurring theme of like carnival and circus um folk in a lot of his movies and you know a lot of the other recurring themes would be like how he uses like the old nine millimeter or like eight Mm -hmm. millimeter film yeah so he does a lot of like yeah i love that he he does a lot of his stuff back in like the 70s too um Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like, here's when it comes to Rob Zombie, you either love his shit or you're just not a fan. And that's okay because like, I feel like there are people who love as like horror who love like gore. I'm mm-hmm. not a big gore person, like, when it comes to, like, Hostile and stuff or, like, any of those, like, super overly gory films. But, you know, I just, I adore, I adore his work. I've always loved his music. So, like, when I knew he was, like, directing, I was like, fuck yeah, like, it's gonna be badass. And, of course, it was. <laughs> I think his stuff just makes me think after, too. You know, like, it's it's something that, like, sticks with you. Um, we'll get into specific movies, but uh, Lords of Salem, like, it wasn't the craziest movie ever but that movie kind of stuck with me um i don't know if it was like the unsettlingness of it or like have you seen lords of salem yes yes okay yeah. um that one features his wife as well which i again it's very like uh what's his name no i love that though because dude she can play she plays anything from like the crazy like harley quinn type of woman to like a very serious like kind of like uh, like uh, I would say she was kind of like I wouldn't say she was like emo but she's like a bad bitch like you know what I mean I just I mm-hmm. I adore her so uh, are the lords in this a cult like I don't remember exactly what it is I, I just so remember basically that, I like th- she's a radio DJ right and yes. she gets um this like box with like a vinyl in it and she plays the record and it has this like creepy like song on it yes um and so then she has like all these like weird visions and memories and like um kind of like 
things infiltrating yes. her mind throughout the movie but it's just super eerie yeah because essentially she's i think the like the the like ancestor of like a, a dude who was basically like sentencing women to death for being witches and i think that one of the witches that he sentenced to death was like actually like a badass evil bitch you know she was like oh no I, i'm gonna hex your family and i think that's how kind of everything starts happening yeah but yeah, Rob Zombie films always have like that dark undertone too. So it's always like, mm -hmm. you know, shit's just going to be fucked up and hit the fans. So yeah. Is that I your favorite Rob him... Zombie film then? No, I, I would say um, I feel like it it's it's not the best or worst movie. Like yeah. I'm indifferent. I liked it when yeah. I watched it. Uh, it's not what I reach for all the time because it makes me feel uncomfortable and I just don't know why. Yeah. Um, I would say probably like the classic would be House of a Thousand Corpses, Duh. right? Because yes. you have to. Yes. I feel like that's the law. If you're into anything Rob Zombie, it's that. Yes. Yeah. 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 What I mean, you? oh God, you know, I... <laughs> so I basically went on a binge because I get I get so excited when we get to give each other like homework because we were basically both mm -hmm. watching like Rob Zombie and like John Carpenter and uh, Wes Craven mm -hmm. films for the past couple days. But basically, like I I really like Thirty One. Um, that was one that I think is kind of like overrated or underrated, not overrated. I actually didn't see. I was gonna watch that last night, but I was like, you know, I'll get to it later. I didn't see it. Yeah. So that one is another one with the the circus theme, and basically, it happens in the seventies where like this tr uh, group of like traveling people are like a traveling circus almost or like going through like the barren lands of Texas and um, they basically get stopped by a roadblock and then they get abducted and some of them die and then they take five of them to basically do this game called 31 that happens on October 31st and they basically have to survive 12 hours in like this underground warehouse where these like rich aristocrats basically are betting on their odds for them to survive these like psycho killers that are basically in different stages of the game um that sounds really cool dude it actually was really good um uh, i think eric 13 helped him on that who is another director but uh basically uh, honestly if you haven't checked that one out i really think that one's a really great one um his wife is also in that uh but i loved 31 but of course house of a thousand corpses man is a classic you mm -hmm. know what i mean like you get like the mixture of all the horror and like just cannibalism like crazy psycho fucking killers you have like just people who just are you have weird shit i just i love it i love everything about it and they also continue on with um with devil's rejects and what three from hell yeah. right so yeah. you get to like kind of continuously see this like family in this grouping yes um Sidney passed away did captain spaulding yeah uh fantastic actor nicest dude ever i was doing a convention like a horror convention a couple years ago as a guest and i was sitting down for breakfast and when i looked up like directly across from me was him and so like we just kept eating and like making eye contact and like smiling but like ah! looking away <laughs> and then angel, like yeah. <laughs> it was yeah it was like super awkward because it was just me and him in this like little like breakfast cafe thing at this hotel uh and then as i got up to leave he was like have a nice day and i was like okay thank you but uh i'll post on our reddit too i have a photo with him and it's the height ratio <laughs> oh my gosh is absolutely is hysterical so, yeah. yeah it's really fun so oh, I, I mean he that. was a fantastic actor and choice for these movies um i think they're all pretty good i i don't remember much from three from hell but i i enjoyed the devil's rejects and i did enjoy yes. house of a thousand corpses yeah house of a thousand corpses came out and i think everybody who was like you know into horror was like fuck yeah and then he came out with a halloween which you know dude i loved it i'm not even gonna lie i i loved that halloween i just think that you know obviously 
John Carpenter's Halloween is 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 beautiful. But like to me, I think that there's something great about allowing people to redo movies and allow them to have their own artistic like you know. But I don't feel like it was a disservice. I don't think it like tarnished the brand. Absolutely. Um, the yeah. only thing that, that what like didn't sell it entirely for me was the Lori. Is that her name, right? Uh, the sister. Yes. Yeah. So it's like. Th- and I don't think that was her fault, too. I don't think there's anything wrong. Like, she didn't sell it. But it's also hard to be that role when, mm-hmm. you know, Jamie Lee Curtis has done it for so long and so well. Right. Uh, and even then, it, she wasn't bad. There was nothing wrong with it. But yeah. I the way that they story tell, you know, his backstory, the, how brutal he is. And it's That's like. That's what I'm saying. It's like. Fucking- yeah. We want the strong killer because, like, yeah, you see Michael. It's terrifying that he can get everywhere. Kind of like the Jason scenario we talked Precisely, about last week. Precisely, yeah. But it's adding this brutal aspect is just like oh and 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 the real is that like because when you get shown michael myers prior like previously uh you kind of get a motive but you don't with this one it's like a very deep rooted motive and the concept is like gruesome and yeah yeah um yeah, I, I actually really like that. He did two of them. And I was reading yeah. things about it. Um, and the cast had said, like, they approached the cast for a third movie and said that Rob Zombie wasn't going to direct it and they were going to have somebody else do it. And they were mm-hmm. like, no, we don't want to do yeah. it without him. Mm-hmm. So uh, they, they decided not to do it. But I think it's interesting. And I wonder why they wouldn't have him for a third one unless he just didn't want to do it himself. Yeah. They were saying that, the, like, the second one wasn't, like, it, it didn't, like, people said it was, like, unsuccessful but i was like looking at everything i was like bro like it made money and like people like it like the thing is is i feel like with horror you're not going to make every single horror fan happy with a movie never you know there are so many different especially with a remake exactly and so i just feel like you can't really compare it i I mean you have like cult classics you know but not every cult classic is liked by someone who likes a horror genre you know but then also like how many like Halloween movies did Jack Carpenter actually work on? Yeah, from what I know, he did a, quite a quite a few, but I think some of the like more more recent ones he didn't do. Like, did he do Halloween H two O? I mean, like I I think he did like the first one and then had some work on the others. What I'm not positive. Like, I don't really see him credited on much for other Halloween movies. You know? Yeah. Oh, by the way, when I was looking at um, Rob Zombie, there is a trailer of a movie that he made that was like a campy movie called Zombie Women of the SS. Yeah. And it's basically this like movie where he tried to get um, it's like a trailer, but it's basically like this really campy movie about like the Nazis trying to make like vampire or not vampire werewolf super like women soldiers. Mm -hmm. Um, But it, it has fucking Nicolas Cage as like a guest cameo in it. And I'm like, I lost it. I was like, this is fucking crazy. Interesting. Um, He's in everything. We always come back to Nicolas Cage. Dude, I love, we are totally hands down Nicolas Cage like fans on this mm-hmm. podcast. So like 100% we support One day we're going to see him. Does. We're going to see him. Oh my gosh. We need like literally, we need to go to a horror convention where he's at and literally just get a picture of him like in a sandwich between us because I'm like losing it. I would, I would lose my shit. Here's my goals for us. One, Billy Loomis and Stu. Oh my God. Yes. It's achievable because they're going to be at Monster Mania. We should just go. Okay. Yes. Second, Nicolas Cage. Third, Bill Skarsgård. Ah! <laughs> Bill Skarsgård. That's it. Um, listen, That's it. I love his older brother, Andrew Skarsgård. Andrew Skarsgård is that his name? Who's in... Um, they're all the great. They're, they're all like actors. Yeah, I know. They're dad too. What's yeah. his name? His other brother, Gustav. Is, is that his name? Who's in um, Vikings? Oh my God, yeah. Their dad. 
They got a hot dad. <laughs> what is it? Every what is it in the water? Okay, Europe. We need and if we have any Europe listeners, what is in the water over there to make you all so attractive? <laughs> love it. They're all great. We love it. Um, I'm sorry, getting us off topic, but yes, I would love to do that. So. <laughs> um, what else from him? You have the monsters on here. That's coming out, right? Yes. So- yeah. So he's doing a monsters film, which I'm really excited to see because I don't really know what to even think going into it. Like, you know what I mean? I'm going in just like. Especially right, for what you got. a Rob like, Zombie interpretation. Like, I'm curious. Right? I know. Yeah. So uh, he does, like, post a few of his, like, behind the scenes on his Instagram. So um, I'm really excited, though, because if they make it dark, I just, I don't, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just pumped. Hell yeah. I think uh, Cassidy, uh, what's her name? Peterson, who plays Elvira, is actually doing a cameo <gasps> in it. Ooh. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. really cool. I love that. We're here for it. We love Elvira. But yeah, that's, that's our Rob Zombie, you know? Yeah, basically, we love Rob Zombie. We love his dark takes. Uh, give We've talked about before, like, we would love to see him do other takes of, you know, classic slashers. Like, he did Halloween. Why not do Freddy? Why not do something else? We oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I would be here Dude, for Dude, put it. his dark spin on that shit. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I think he has a wonderfully brilliant mind, so. Yeah. Hell yeah. Give us all the horror. Well next i think we should go into wes craven yeah which i'm stoked about yeah <laughs> you're a huge wes craven fan like literally like scream is I your am. thing man. scream is your thing it is my <laughs> thing uh it is my thing i love scream it's probably except okay i have this weird gripe with the fourth movie which one's that uh because is that the one with- that's the one with emma what's her name <laughs> Okay, cut out the, the part noise I not- just made. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever her name is. Emma, Emma Roberts. Something. Emma yes. Roberts. There we go. It's like Stone Watson something. Uh, she is, spoiler alert in that movie, she's the killer in that movie. And because I have this like dislike for her, it's I, I try not to feel like that about celebrities because I don't know people, right? But I have this dislike for her. And I forgot she was in the movie only to realize, like, duh, bitch, she's the killer of the movie. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, I do really like Scream. I think it's it's clever, it's witty. I love that it plays on everything. Uh, casting choices are great. Killer choices are unique. They even, I mean, I don't think he really had anything to do with uh, the TV show where they did a spinoff. Yeah, that was like, pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. So uh, I'm pretty into Scream. Yeah, I would say that's definitely like my favorites. Um, but I do like other West stuff. I mean, what a great time what to be you? alive when Scream came out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's kind of like the phenomenal with like the Blair Witch. You know, you have this insanely good um, mm-hmm. new movie and, and Scream. Oh, my gosh. I think I was in like seventh grade when it came out. Um, but that shit was terrifying. You know, like. Yeah. Seeing, like, Drew Barrymore just in the first opening sequence get fucking just stabbed to death, man. I was like, what the fuck? Like, dude, it was awesome. Awesome. Not to throw this off topic really quick. I'm going to do it real quick. <laughs> uh, you said Drew Barrymore, and that made me think of Firestarter. Did you know Firestarter just got a new series? I think I saw that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't know what it's about. Don't know if it's good. Who knows? Um, check that out. So, yes. So, another thing with um, Drew Barrymore was originally supposed to be Sydney Prescott. I don't know if you ever heard that. Uh, that was the role that she was auditioning for. And, Dude, that'd and be so wild. She, yeah. And so, I believe she had a conversation uh, with Wes how it would be, like, funny or um, how it would just be you know she's on this billing for this movie and instead they chose to kill her in the beginning and yeah. focus on these other characters but i think she had a um like requested it 
uh, yeah, so she asked if she could be Casey Becker so you'd establish this rule does not apply to this film. So, like, she wouldn't be the front star. You would think she would survive because she's on all these posters well, yeah. and stuff, but instead she just died. Which is, like, um, like you, you know the final girl. If she was that, you would know that she would survive because it's mm-hmm. fucking Drew Barrymore. You know what I mean? And she has right. a great, like, um, bit in horror as well because, like I said, Firestarter and stuff like that. So um, I think it's really clever that they did that instead of just choosing to cast her as, you know, Sydney Prescott. You got Neve. Sydney, yeah. yeah. And Neve is, like, fantastic, too. She was, um, oh, my brain is not working. Why can't I talk? The Craft, right? Nev Campbell? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In The Craft, yeah. which was also fantastic. Just a great actress. Yeah. Um, yeah, we love her. And and we're getting another Scream movie. It's not a Wes Craven one, but we're getting another one. We're getting a sixth one, so. Yeah, but if for anybody it. who hasn't seen the newest one, the newest one isn't bad. It's actually, um, you know, it's kind of sad that some people die. I'm upset. I don't even want to talk about that. That was the only thing that was wrong with the movie, uh, in my opinion. I know that our main, yeah. like, three cannot just survive every movie, but it's some fucking bullshit. Yeah, but, but also, why not? Like, if you're writing these movies... And, and they're already so, I don't want to say unrealistic. Why the fuck can't can everybody survive? You know what I mean? You write And the also, story. too, is like with you the know? new Scream movie. At least put them in the hospital. Bring them back for the sequel. Again, you know? I know we're talking about Wes. I just want to throw this out there real quick. With the new one is like you have this new grouping of kids, too. So does that mean that they're just going to kill off Neve and, and Courtney Cox, too? Because now you have this new uh, potential trio or whoever c- that can survive. And Well, I thought she said that if she... Uh, basically she said that if she comes back for another one she's not letting sydney die she's like she, her terms are like if she comes back sydney can't yeah, die probably like, probably like, girl she also i feel has this, like established <laughs> connection with wes you know and he's not around anymore yeah and like yeah you, exactly. you've been playing these characters longer for than longer than the people who are writing these new movies know um but yeah. last thing on scream is they're bringing back kirby from the fourth movie which is hayden pantier and she was great in it so they're bringing her back for six ah. um <laughs> And yes, Scream is fantastic, but of course, we know Wes Craven also for Nightmare on Elm Street. For sure. And you know what? I rewatched that this week, and I think you did too, didn't you? Because we were basically both talking about, yeah. that shit holds up. You know, there are some scenes that are epic in that where I'm like, you know, some of it's obviously corny where he's walking through the hall or walking through the alleyway and his arms are stretching and it just looks so fucking ridiculous. But there are some really cool parts where like they have like almost like a latex over the, the bed and he's like reaching through and you see like the, and then the, the bathtub scene. Man, it's just, it's, it's, it's honestly the bathtub scene is good. iconic very I mean, very I, well recognized um yeah again we mentioned the other day when we were talking about like jason and michael myers and stuff i am probably the most freaked out by freddie the concept of like having to like run for your life of course is terrifying but never being able to sleep because that man is able to one physically appear in your dreams okay. and physically be there uh-uh. also my question is and someone brought this up when we had tweeted about it but like okay i was under the impression that in like the original films that freddie just killed kids he wasn't like a creep he just killed kids but i know in the newest one they tried to insinuate that he's like a child predator so I guess my question, did I I just thought in the originals that he was just like fucking killing kids because he's like, yeah, I kill kids. Ha ha. Suckers. I mean, yeah, I, there there are people who are just like that in real life when you come down to it. And then there's people that are like twisted and, and, and do the do both, you know. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if that was like his legacy. But I don't remember that being like a direct like. That's thing. what I, I couldn't ever remember in the original films because I was like, well, obviously, dude, if Freddy's like being a weirdo, I'm not a fan of him. But like if he's just going around like killing kids, hypothetically, like, you know, like, I guess that's not. As- and he's like totally a perv, too. Um, 
so it would be weirder for me if he was also like an actual pedophile that's what um, i'm saying i'm like so like i i'm a fan of like old school freddy where it's like he's just like a killer who's just kind of like a troll i guess not so much a fan of the newer freddy i guess yeah, so it's the 2010 remake, he's depicted as a sadistic pedophile who works as a gardener at a local preschool. Like, bro, like, keep, like, yeah. Um, and again, I, like, why do we have to, you know? I don't know like, if that was, like, his, his, like, Wes's backstory that we just never got to. Yeah, because I, like, literally even was, like, in the original one, he, did, he just basically said he killed kids. They didn't allude to anything else. But then so that's why I was like, oh, no, man. I don't know. I just read a thing that said uh, Wes Craven wanted him to be a child molester, but somewhere that was a big problem, so he made it a killer. However, it was implied that he was a pedophile. The remake made him a child molester because it was originally oh, supposed okay. to be a child <laughs> molester. You can thank Wes Craven. So I don't know if that's true. Uh, well, fuck Freddy then, little fucking weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to root. Like, not that I would root for him. I would just genuinely be terrified of him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the idea of, like, this thing that can get you in your dreams, I mean, that is fucking terrifying because that fucking sucks. But also, it's definitely not cool that he's a weirdo, so. Uh, but if you're listening, like, I know it, it, it changes and is visible in 2010, but do you think that's what they were alluding to in those movies? Like, if you're listening, do you believe that was, like, kind of the original thought all along? Because I'm not positive. Like, yeah, that's why I was, like, saying stuff, but I don't see a direct quote from Wes on this, so. Yeah, I know. That's I'm why curious. I was, like, I mean, if he's just a creepy dude no that's not cool but if he's just gone out being a killer just being a troll then okay I, you know yeah um, um we we were trying to watch old stuff and we came across the hills have eyes Ugh. and we decided not to watch them do you want to tell them why erica oh god yes so okay like i said you know we've been trying to go through and like watch all these movies and in the first 10 minutes of the original Hills Have Eyes from 1997, which this was actually written and directed by Wes Craven. So he actually came up with the Hills Have Eyes. Um, basically, uh, so I'm 10 minutes in and I basically see these two dogs. And I'm like, instantly, you guys have heard probably in past podcasts, I talk about doesthedogdie.com. So um, I basically see these dogs. I'm like, oh, fuck it. Before I get invested in this movie, I have to know if these dogs die, right? So I go doesthedogdie.com, and I find out that the dog does indeed die, and in that film in 1977, it's a real fucking corpse from a dog that the production crew paid, like, the local, like, county for the corpse. They don't know how it was basically, they don't know, like, how they got the corpse, but basically, yeah, there was some controversy about them using an actual dog carcass on that film. So if you're watching the original 1977 one, that uh, dead dog is a dead real dead dog so unfortunate so yeah i was like nah <laughs> pass very sad i was i was gonna watch it too because i watched the remake and i liked that yeah um and i sure. was wondering what the similarities were for it but um yeah i'm not too sure if that would hold up for me <laughs> yeah it, that's the only controversy that i really found around west craven was basically you know people just basically being like well why the fuck would you use a real dog bro like you know you have people that you can pay to make these things right you and could you could look at uh fucking we'll get into the thing in a little bit but you can look at the thing and the, the way they use dogs it's precisely totally different yeah exactly so um you know that was it, it, i think there's like a thing where he's basically like listen i paid them for it i don't know how they got that but that's kind of not on me so <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of you know I, I, you know we're back in the 70s i guess it was a different time um but yeah 
Um, Wait, Hills Have Eyes were, was in the 70s? Yeah, the original. The OG, I think, was 77. Was it? Damn. I guess so. I know. What a time to be in the 70s. I really think that I was born in the wrong decade sometimes. Because imagine how all these fucking sick-ass like movies are coming out. And it's like... And the 70s were already terrifying. Because like, I just think about, like, man, you could get away with so much more in the 70s. Yeah. Like Different time. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention as well as we were talking uh, yesterday while we were both watching The People Under the Stairs and that made me think of dogs too because there's some stuff with dogs in there and like you could clearly tell it's like a fake stuffed dog at points or you know things in that nature but he also did that movie so why didn't you just go with that yeah probably because he got some slack for the og film he was like okay this time we're not going to use a real dog <laughs> he's like we're gonna make it look yeah. as fucking but fake yeah people as possible. under the stairs we were so we were literally both watching it at the same time yesterday when we were texting and it was like perfect but that is a, that is a, you know, Jordan yeah. Peele's remaking that. Oh, no way. Yeah. 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 I have lots of thoughts on it. So I would like to talk about this a little bit more. Hell yeah. Let's um, do it. Yeah. So to me, what was interesting is it had like kind of like a very like scream recipe where it was like comedic, makes fun of stuff, uh, is like in your face, but isn't like drastic. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It was just very interesting to me. Um, it felt like a Wes Craven film. Yes. Uh, it gives me very like flowers of the attic meets home alone almost yeah <laughs> like, it's a weird oh my way gosh, to describe yeah. it um if you don't know what flowers of the attic is it's like this book series that was also a movie um about uh some children who were locked in an attic together and abused for years and then there's things like incest and stuff that happens and it's very clearly this as soon as you go into this fucking movie um i have so many questions I have so many questions. <laughs> like, why is it that when daddy's running around trying to kill people, he's, like, in this gimp suit? Uh, why the fuck would you, as your sister, call your fucking brother daddy? Because and, like, they're, why are you... they're into each other. Bro, y'all wild. Like, that's some fucking... Yeah, he's so... Like, yeah, I just... If nobody's watched this movie, or if you're listening, you, ha you watch this fucking movie, because it is wild. So the premise is that there is um, three people, two older men and a young boy, who go to um, rob this rich family because they own all of the apartments in the area. People rent out to them, or they rent out to people. Um, and so they know that there's money in there and there's supposed to be these coins that are worth a lot of money so um these two older gentlemen uh basically get this like young kid to join their con and kind of like scope out the place to go in and, and rob them for these things but when they go in uh you know some of them just don't come back out and there's weird things right away like you see that there's like locks on the outside of the house um little things that would suggest that this is not a safe place and you quickly find out that the place is super fucking right gross and spooky yeah very it's rigged yeah it's super fucking rigged, weird yeah um i will say what i love though is that this kid is like 12 years old and fucking kicking all these adults asses he punches the dog in the face at one point which is like a rottweiler too so it's like a big dog he just like fucking socks the dog in the face at one point like it's nothing yeah He's i know like, he does yeah, he's like fighting daddy the whole time. And also, yeah, the characters' names are the dude in the dick. And, like. <laughs> and you find out later that they're fucking siblings, which is gross. But um, the only thing I, I wish that there was more of maybe, um, which it doesn't have to be because this movie wasn't that, is you know how at the end they're like towards the end, uh, Fool, which is the main character, um, the younger boy, is talking to this man. He says, You stay away from that house. Like those two, they're not mommy and daddy. Like yeah. they're not husband and wife. They're brother and sister. And they kidnap kids. Like, 
that was a good twist but i also wish that it was alluded a little bit more throughout the story like you know all those kids are down there because they're putting them in there um but the way that they make these children look like they're clearly they haven't seen the sun so their skin's all pale and they have poor hygiene so they kind of look like spooky little monsters and they could be little monsters hiding in the basement um they're cannibals at this point because of what they do to them but i i wish it was almost like alluded a little bit more throughout the story because it's just like this weird comedic thing sorry i keep talking you don't know no no i love it no i love it yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. but what did you think about it and what are some things that you liked or or didn't like about it i love it like honestly like i think the entire premise of it was great i think uh you know i watched this movie when i was really young so of course it was like fucking crazy Mm -hmm. um but honestly like it does have like it, it is the, i think they they categorize it as like a, a comedic horror yes absolutely which i feel like is yeah. Wes craven's kind of thing is, is yeah yeah um but i mean i like it i think that i would be interested to see a remake of it where it's actually like you know what i mean that's why i was actually really excited that jordan peele's doing it because i was like mm-hmm. man if he could go through and give like the characters like a little bit more depth you know because mm-hmm. you start out right away with them just being like people who are going to go rob somebody's house. Exactly. But did you see that this was based on a real story? Really? So uh, so Wes Craven said he was inspired by this uh, because there was in Los Angeles a um, – there was a scenario in Los Angeles where a group of uh, men go to rob somebody and – in that instance, they found that there was a bunch of children locked up in a basement. <gasps> I believe it was their children, if I'm not mistaken. Um, oh, my God. But, yeah, so it, it's it's like they went to commit a crime, but then they contacted the police and was letting them know of a, a more serious crime that was oh, happening. Oh, well, bless their hearts so, for, you know, saving those babies. Very, very sad. Um, locks everywhere and children who have never been allowed to go outside, raised and totally abused indoors. Yeah, so that's fucking gross. Yeah, because if, if you haven't seen this movie, basically the premise is that mommy and daddy are also very fucking, like, mentally and verbally abusive. Like, mm-hmm. essentially, you can't talk back to them. You literally... Uh, it's just they're fucking weirdos, essentially. <laughs> they're, yeah. like, super weirdos to the max. Oh, werewolf movie. So fucking good. Probably one of my favorite werewolf movies in this entire world. Like, uh, who's in that? Oh, my gosh. Joshua Jackson, Christina Ritchie. Um, and basically, I just – I think that's a great werewolf flick. I honestly want to watch it now. Um, i trying to think. Uh, Shocker. I don't know if you remember Shocker, but that has Mitch Pileggi, who plays Skinner from X-Files. And he basically plays this, like – dude who was on death row who basically when he gets electrocuted like his his like fucking body or his like conscious like goes into other people <laughs> like it's, yeah that one's a great one um and then Wes Craven also did uh the one of the newest Draculas the Dracula 2000 uh and then Vampire in Brooklyn which is also one of my favorite vampire movies it has um Eddie Murphy and uh the queen Angela Bassett in it um that one is a great vampire flick, actually. I've actually probably seen that movie like 40 times. <laughs> Basically, anything a vampire, anything vampire, I probably probably have watched it 18 times. Like <laughs> I haven't seen I haven't seen those, but I need to. I feel like I've seen Dracula 2000. I just can't recall I'm it. Pretty sure Dracula 2000 is the one with Gerard Butler in it. Okay, I think I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. There's a Dracula. I think Gerard Butler of Sold. 
yeah um i'm pretty sure that's the one that is and that one wasn't bad um but yeah man uh Wes craven you know mm-hmm. Wes craven's classic well i guess since we're talking about vampires i'll go on and talk about john carpenter's vampires which was also a really cool movie uh john carpenter obviously i think everybody probably has seen a john carpenter film like between halloween and the thing christine um fog yeah the fog yeah yeah what's your favorite john carpenter flick probably the thing yeah yeah dude is so um, i have good. a board game for it they made it a couple of years ago it's really cool i'm a big john carpenter person uh i saw him at an event i was working Oh, I lose and it. we were in a green room together and I was like, I literally can't even fucking say anything to him. I am going to die. <laughs> I did say hello to him and I was like, oh, your work is fantastic. And he was like, thank you. And he was just like sitting on the couch and I was like, peace. <laughs> was like, I literally angel, cannot yeah. say anything else to him, though, because that man is a legend. Um, yes. I watched the thing yesterday, too, because I was like, you know what? I want to watch a John Carpenter film and I haven't seen this in a while. Holy shit fantastic not great story so good makes so much sense it's very much in the aspect of like a a weird alien story which we like or a parasite story that we like but yeah the fucking practice so much practical effects in this lots of practical effects the makeup so incredible the prosthetics like the everything is so fucking cool one of my favorite things in that movie um i don't know how recently you've seen it but there's a scene where he's testing everybody's blood to see if anybody's infected and uh, one of the guys is infected and there's like a line of them like five of them all (laughs) tied up with rope to each other because he was testing them and then he would untie that person and then they could go but the guy was attached still as he's like transforming everybody's like give me out the fucking rope and they're like freaking out and shit so good like it's yeah, just a very I know, good I know. movie it's so good. um you know fantastic concept uh the, the the concept of being like we can't get anywhere we can't leave until this thing is dealt with or it's going to take over Total the isolation, earth yeah. like crazy really yeah. really good movie and the setting for it being like cold and what was it like antarctica or something i don't fucking know yeah alaska yeah. whatever uh great setting for that kind of movie i think what do you think about it Oh, dude, I love the thing. I love the thing. Honestly, I I love the original, and I I even love the remake. Not bad. Um, I like the remake. Yeah. Uh, I honestly, I I didn't see where they had done it, but I saw someone talking about how they wish there was a prequel, mm-hmm. and apparently they filmed it, but they don't know if the footage is still there. But oh, dude, I would love to see a John Carpenter like, uh, pre- like directed like prequel. Yeah, to the thing. I think it would be fantastic um you know with the we talked about again practical effects and everything that still holds up it looks really really good um yes it's super creative it's it's funny almost like it's like this weird like comical entity um it's terrifying to think of like you know i it's very like not invasion of the body snatchers but almost like and i think we should talk about movies like that one day because i'm very into like parasite like weird takeover things um but i just a brilliant movie i don't think there's anything wrong with it no i think the thing when it comes to like casting oh my god absolutely when it comes down to it too i think that the thing is always on one like the top 10 list of like best horror films of all time and i i honestly Mm -hmm. truly believe it it belongs in that list forever um yeah like you said, I mean, I just am a fan of real practical and, and, and like, makeup FX. Like, I don't think that we yes. need CGI. You know, like, I understand that, like, CGI is a thing. But, like, I... If I if you're doing it, I feel like you should do it to, like, slightly enhance stuff. Yes. I don't think it should Rely be, like, your solely. entire thing. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 
and it's like so many films like focus on that and that's totally okay uh, my biggest fucking gripe with cj i'm just gonna go off about this do is it black <laughs> panther okay the scene where they're fighting in that like tuttle thing beautiful movie i love the movie yes. until that sequence where it's the two of them fighting because that shit looks bad it's and it's like at what point you have so much money yeah stop putting into cgi do yeah. some other shit yeah. it's like the new matrix it. they did a lot of it like in cgi i'm like bro like come on if you can't do it with like real people and real like act like don't fucking do it i'm just over cgi like in what mm -hmm. situation has cgi made a movie better other than fucking avatar okay <laughs> like <laughs> i think like and that's also the same thing with like this like aging process where like I loved when they did um, in Rogue One, like Princess Leia as the young, like that moment made yeah. sense to me. Everything else is not. You don't need, like, get an actor that looks relatively close, do yes. the back of their head. I'm tired of this shit. Yes. I agree. I agree. And we if are you guys anti CGI. Us, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, let think about the turtle. You, okay. Totally off topic. Like Ninja Turtle movies. Yeah. The original. Okay. Think about the yes. original Ninja Turtle. Perfect. Good. Men in suits, you don't need anything else. But then they do the new turtle movie and it's fucking CGI. And I want to, like, literally, like, I don't know. I want to punch myself in the face, like, repeatedly mm -hmm. after watching that. I'm like, bro, put these fucking people in suits, okay? <laughs> That's it. That's all I got to do. And it's like people are so happy with it. Like, I don't need it to be this big explosive thing. Yeah. And I think that's why, like, when you find out, like, how much practical effects are in the thing, it's it's mind-blowing, uh, especially because everything looks so good. Yes. But I think, like, if you're going to do CGI, I want to, like, enhance the thing you're doing. I don't yes. want it to totally take over for the concept of creation. Absolutely. Dude, and there's so, literally so many people who are so talented that are, like, uh, FX artists, like, makeup artists, people who work on prosthetics. Like, dude, just trust those people in their craft. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I Make make that, like, make CGI not a thing anymore. <laughs> there's literally, like, competitive TV shows for people who do monster makeup. Dude, like, there's, like, it's so there. good. Yeah. So you man. know that there's there's people that are in this industry doing stuff. And for it sure. bums me out. Um Fun one is Christine. Dude, such a classic. That's a mix of Stephen King, isn't it? Because, like, it's like a Stephen King novel, isn't it? Uh, I think maybe. Am I losing my mind? I don't know. I think so. Yeah, I think I believe Christine was his. Okay, I was like, dude, I might be completely off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could, I could look it up. I'm pretty sure that that sounds like it's Okay, wait. Novel. Have you seen Ghosts of Mars? No. Girl, that, okay. So I literally made, I made Jay watch this again. But basically, Ghosts of Mars is a John Carpenter film. And it was like, it has Jason Statham in it and uh, Ice Cube. Yes. And I don't, <laughs> yeah. And I don't remember the other girl's name, but she was also in the movie Species. She was like the, the girl. I love who was that movie. Yes. Yeah. Oh, dude, such a good movie. Mm -hmm. Um, But basically, essentially, they're like colonies on Mars. And so when they're digging and mining, one of the mining towns basically unearths this like, like martian type of like obelisk or some kind of like thing and it basically releases like this demon spirit of mars that basically like it kind of like possesses the people there and it turns them into like these super like heavy metal like cannibal like into like bondage and bdsm like killing I people in these like strange that. ways oh dude it is and it's like all the like the entire soundtrack is like metal and like it's just it's so fucking campy and it's so good and and it really makes me sad that like it didn't do well and like it, it basically they said that it caused him to not get like a good like movie again for a while because of how bad it tanked but bro like I'm sure if anybody's listening who has seen Ghosts of Mars who appreciates it, you will agree. Like, Ghosts of Mars, if that is your thing and you're into heavy metal and you're into weird... Dude, it's such a, it's such an interesting movie and it's such a good concept. Like... I feel like, like, that sounds fucking sick.
Dude, it is. It is. Like, uh, I mean, like, dude, you have these people who have, like, fucked up teeth, and they're, like, basically these, like, super barbaric, like, fucking, like, almost, they almost dressed up like, like the members of KISS or something. You know what I mean? They're just, like, all these, and it's, it's so, it's so, it's so, I love it. I fuck, but I I'm fucking trash. So <laughs> no, I, as you're talking, I'm looking at like this trailer thing because uh, so it looks it's perfect. Fucking <laughs> sick. I'm into it, dude. So if anybody else has, has seen who's listening has seen Ghost of Mars, I would be interested to see if anybody appreciates it or likes it, or if you hate it, just let us know in the comments because I am I I just need to know if I'm the only it one. Just, it <laughs> me that people think there's only like one way to do horror yeah when horror is like like when people ask me my favorite movie i don't say scream like i i say like regular movies i'm like oh my favorite horror here's yeah. like my favorite comedic horror my dark horror my psychological horror like yeah i feel like there's all these subgenres, so i feel like there is room for something like ghost of mars or you know freddy versus jason yes. or things that are just so out there or jason in space like the things we've talked about there yeah. is room for that in horror and i feel like it's almost like elitist where people are like no, oh there's absolutely this one truth you know yes um so i think it has room to be cool and grow you know hell yeah because dude we all know that there's so many types of like different types of like horror so it's like i just feel like let people go in and be artistic like what does it hurt like i would rather you know see ghost of mars than another fucking like remake of you know ghost of mars also sorry by the way um has a woman her name is clea duvall uh, oh yes yes yep yep was in the faculty yes. faculty Escol- yes one of my mm-hmm. favorite movies as stokely the so faculty's good great. uh i got very yes. excited when i saw that i'm sorry <laughs> oh dude the cast is great yeah good casting. and like that's why i get so sad because i literally just watched this movie again this week and i was like dude why why would someone fucking like this not bad at all dude it's a great concept like people in in mars and it's it's abandoned and all of a sudden this like devil demon demonic possession like happens to people and like there's this epic part where basically the girl's like walking out to the outside and she's this crazy thing and like she basically puts the one person's head on a stake and so they've got this line of people's heads on stakes and it's fucking sick i'm like yes yes i'm with it more horror on mars yes give me more ice cube (laughs) ice cube should be in more horror as you're right Oh, I agree. Ice completely. Cube, Between... Ice T, all the ices. Put them in the horror movie. Yep. Every time. Every fucking time. Love it. Uh, but yeah, so Halloween, we've, we barely talked about because we're so focused on all the October stuff. He did Halloween, in case you forgot. Uh, very fucking good. Classic movie. Thank you for creating that. Um, that movie. Yeah. Is... John Carpenter, thanks for being a legend, man. Yeah really cool stuff very very cool stuff uh the fog is one i remember watching as a kid i thought was very good uh again just spooky kind of lore story i'm into it but yeah you know i put they live on the list because i've seen that one pop up a lot but i don't think i've ever seen that one so that was one i might have to go back through and watch this this weekend but uh they live is one that's also by john carpenter that's supposedly really good but I haven't seen that one yet, mm. so I'll get back to you. And if y'all are listening too, and you said, "Hey, Lua and Erica, you didn't say my favorite Rob Zombie, Wes Craven, or John Carpenter film," let us know because we want to watch them. And same with we would like to do more director yeah. specific things in the, in the future. I mentioned, uh, you know, Stephen King, and and there's other things that we're into. Um, I would like to do more like review topics on our favorite horror films because we we we're talking about our favorites of these, but we haven't said like our top horror films. So I think there's room for so much of this media to be processed. For and sure. also, one other thing I want to ask for y'all is if you have a good 
um, horror film festival or a good horror convention in your area or anything else, please let us know because we want to go check these things out for ourselves and maybe find some cool new movies or things to talk to uh, y'all about. So just throwing that out there. Yeah, for sure. We love that. Um, and and also, like, feel free if you have like a great list of movies that you are, feel free to post it in our subreddit. Um, I know we're almost to four hundred people in there, so whoop whoop Woo. holler. We love that. Um, but yeah, we have a subreddit too. Just go to Camp Cryptid Podcast. I think is what it's under. Um, over on Reddit. So, um, other than that, have you been playing any? Like, I know that's pretty much wraps up our list of those those directors. But have you been playing any like horror games or any like? I was just gonna ask you this because I saw that you ah. got. I saw that you got the <laughs> Ash Evil Dead. What is that? Oh, the Evil Dead game. Yeah. Fuck yeah! So, dude, they came out with an Evil Dead game, and I'm pretty sure it's it's like on PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. But um, I'm super excited to play. Um, but I, I, I'm sure you're a huge fan of Evil Dead. Just like love Evil Dead, dude. I even love the remake of it. I honestly like the show, dude. All of it, so yeah. good. I just think those are such classic, like such classic movies. But yeah, I'm really pumped to play the Evil Dead game. But um. Um, what about you? No, that 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 looks super sick. I was looking into the other day. Once you posted, I was like, "Holy shit!" I didn't even know that was happening. Dude, <laughs> I, got really I know. For I it. was like, "Oh my god!" Like, I'm so yeah. here for it. Like, yes, please. <laughs> um, I'm super into super massive games. So they did the Dark Picture anthology series that I talked about before. They're putting out like in maybe a week or two um, a game called The Quarry, and that's like a like camp kind of slasher game, which is very much like our thing, you know. So I'm excited for that. Um, I haven't been playing too many spooky games. I was finishing up like one from them, but um, yeah, I want to check out the Evil Dead one. Uh, I'm just trying to get my spooky fill ever since like we started doing this like this episode and I started binging stuff. I was like, man, I need to get back on Shudder. Like I have Shudder uh, yeah, there. and yeah. there's tons of new shit and I want to just watch all these weird things. The other day too, uh, because spoiler alert, we're doing an episode on cannibals. It's happening. Uh, I told logan i was like hey i'm gonna be like watching this movie you could sit down and watch it if you want to and he's been watching like the halloween movie with me yeah. uh the other stuff so he's like okay it's probably like that i put on green inferno which we'll talk oh, shit. about next week so he yes. didn't know i still haven't i still have not Girl, watched that one it's don't even do it just watch a couple clips because it makes your stomach turn <sighs> uh we'll talk about it next week there's like like the, the first like cannibal scene is them ripping out someone's eyes and tongue and eating it and so he was like this is not a casual weekday movie it was like totally freaked out uh, uh, but you'll hear more rough. about this next week yeah <laughs> don't watch it it's really really rough on your stomach so um i've just mainly been trying to find cool stuff on shutter you know I'm, I'm here for any kind of like uh cool spooky game so hell yeah unrelated though i saw that okay so this is not spooky but i saw that the warhammer set for magic is coming out soon <laughs> yes i think it's the end of the summer i think if not um towards the end of the year which this is Ooh. erica's gateway into magic because it's warhammer oh god i'm losing it losing yeah. it <laughs> Um, it's gonna be really good I'm excited for that and then because of that you made me think I went to my LGS and I picked up um, their it's not magic related but I've been picking up spooky board games love it so I got the one night werewolf one which is basically like everybody gets a card and then they have to um, figure out who the werewolf is in the town and then I got mysterium which is like a good like horror kind of like um, murder mystery kind of game almost so 
I'm yeah. very into those. I've been into the TCG like board game stuff. Dude, I love board mm-hmm. games. I'm like happy that there's like a board game like resurgence of yeah. people being like, fuck yeah, I appreciate some board games. Um, like- I'm going to be at Gen Con this year, which is like a big yes. board game and TCG stuff. So I'm on the hunt yeah. for like cryptid games. Like that's our thing. Hell, I think it would be really yeah. fun if we did like um, – like either gameplay maybe we do like i don't know something fun with a gameplay stream or board games or something every now and then oh do we have right so i think it'd be fun i feel like there's already like i I feel like there's quite a few like creepy horror like cryptid based games so like we just need to start going through and like getting like an official library of all these games (laughs) i think um also like i mentioned the quarry too i think the quarry's got some kind of like cryptid horror thing in it so who knows be good dude love it so other than the games, are you watching anything creepy other than our our lists of our directors? Mostly like entirely focused on our list of stuff. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. kind of been like where my my mind's been going to. I want to kind of finish all that. But what about you? Anything yeah. Good? Well, I finally watched The Northman because mm. it came out. Um, Very trippy. You know, I almost feel like I need to do psychedelics and watch <laughs> it because it's very like there's some scenes in it that are absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But yeah, honestly, I, I really enjoyed it, but <laughs> unrelated to horror, because <laughs> I feel like you will appreciate this, too, because you like birds, too. <laughs> um, There is a movie that has Jack Black and, like, um, Owen Wilson and Steve Martin, and it's about birding. And it's basically where these dudes, like, b- basically people go, um, it's called The Big Year, and it's where people for the entire year try to see as many bird species as they possibly can against North America, and it's apparently a real competition, but yeah, I watched that and I fucking loved it. And now I just want to go bird watching like every fucking day. Uh, I'm so into it. I was like, I know. I'm very invested in bird watching now. We're such old people. I know. I know. Like you love birding. So I was like, dude, hell yeah. You'll totally appreciate that. But yeah, so I, I feel like you need to watch it. If you need something very wholesome and very sweet, um, it's called The Big Year and it's kind of old. It's from like 2011, I want to say. But I just discovered it, and it's a beautiful little gem, and you get to learn about birds, love... and it's fucking wonderful because we love birds. <laughs> That's so fucking You're funny. It's it, and I say this always. It's like you watch enough horror, and then you need something to wind down with. So, I'll yes, that. that's exactly what it was. <laughs> So thanks so much for hanging out with us. But like I said earlier, if you guys have a movie that we didn't name or if you have any type of story or, you know, you have a creepy experience, uh, go to campcryptedpodcast.com. There's a little contact us section where you can go and like send us your story or recommendations or, you know, uh, you can always go to our little subreddit as well to, to post stuff. And while you're hanging out on the internet looking for cool Camp Cryptid things, you can go to campcryptedpodcast.com for all the ways to listen to us. We're available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify if you'd like to leave us a review. On our website, you can also find all the other ways to listen to us. We're on Podbean and just about everywhere you can think of. Uh, there's also a contact session on there's also a contact section on our website where you can leave us your campfire tales for future episodes. Let us know about anything spooky you've experienced or maybe uh, some weird phenomenon in your area. Until next time, we're your camp counselors signing off.